All right, how are you guys tonight? You guys good? Good? Somebody, if somebody's okay, just, just wave your hand. Just, yeah, I'm, I'm alive, okay. All right. Okay, well, it's good to have youth. We didn't have it last week because we were at, uh, at the conference, G4T. Let me, let me see your hand. Who, who was at G4T? Who was at the conference? Woo! Most people. Okay, if it was on video, that doesn't count. Let me ask again. Who was at the conference? Okay, most people. Okay, awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, you know, you were there, but, but you, I mean, if, let, let, let's say it like this. If you were there, you got it full, you know. You, you, you got the full, you, you got everything, you know. Huh? You got the full package. There we go. I mean, if you, if you watched it on video, it was good, but, you know, you didn't get, you didn't get the full package. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> uh, that was good. Who, who, who enjoyed the, the, the youth conference? Anybody, anybody enjoyed it? No. It was, it was awesome. I know if, if you weren't there, if you're wondering where I got the shirt, that's where I got it at the conference. Um, yeah, I, I saw. I saw the uh, Vlad was it Vlad. Vlad came up with it. I saw it. I'm like, man, I I gotta get that shirt. That's an awesome shirt. I went to do. I went to work in it, and they're like, like, are you serious? Like, no way. You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> so it's it's. I think it's good to start conversations. <laughs> um, I don't know. I I uh, man. I don't know. I received a lot to be to be honest. Uh, I, I received a lot at that conference. Um, I don't know, it was just, it was like, I was telling Albina, I was like, it, it felt like somebody just took gasoline and just, and just like poured it, like, like, you know, you have a fire, you know, and, 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 but, but you pour some gasoline on it, that fire is going to be, you know, really, really big, you know, but I mean, it doesn't burn very long, that's the thing, you know, gasoline, you know, you, you have like a gas, you know, you put like gasoline on cement, right, and, and you put, put a fire on it, and, uh, and it will burn for a little bit, but then it'll go out, you know, it, it's not going to keep burning. And it, it almost seems like, you know, that, that, that's what it is. It's like when you, go to, when you go to something like that, it's like somebody just takes something and just, like, you know, uh, um, like one of those oriental kitchens where, where, they, have the, where they have the big, the big walks, yeah, and they're, they're doing the thing and they put something in there and it's just like, whoosh, like this big fire and then it goes out. And, you know, f- the fire, it will go out when there's no wood, you know, when, when, when there's no substance, you know, and, and, and that, this is perfect. Me, me and Albina, we started a... Uh, uh, another Bible reading plan where we want to read through the New Testament in, in 30 days. And, you know, it's like you, 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 have, you, have, you have, you know, this fire, and then, and then you've got to add some wood on the fire. You know, you've you got to add something, some substance to it. You know, you, you see a lot of people, and they, burn, they go to a conference, and they get on fire. They're like, man, it was awesome. It was, it was great. And then a couple of days later, it's like, how's that? You know, how are you doing? Oh, man, I'm just not doing too well. And, and what, what is that? There, there was a fire. What happened there was real. Amen. What happened there, it was, it was from God. It was, it was powerful. Uh, but but it, it, doesn't, it doesn't stay unless you've got, you got to have something behind it. And when people leave the conference, they don't read the Bible, they don't see God in prayer, you know, nothing changes. You know, and some people, they, they say, oh, it's just a bunch of emotions. Like, and I, I know people didn't go because they said, oh, it's just emotional. It's just emotional. And you know what? I think God wants us to have you know, emotions, right, when, when, when we praise Him, when we worship, we need some emotion, we need some, uh, some passion, you know, that's, I, I, I think that, uh, you guys remember that Nathan Morris, man, that guy was crazy, that's just, he was, he was, I mean, when he did the eye thing, it's just like, like, I, I, you know, for me, it was, it was, it was great to be there, but just like hearing him, but for me, I just, I love seeing his passion, I don't know, I love seeing that, that excitement for God, and I think God has, God has that 
you know, that, that, that passion, you know, and, and that, that's, that's something that, that I really received there. And we need that, you know, we need that, that spark. And, and it's awesome that we can go there and get something from God, uh, but, but we got to keep going, you know. And if you got something and, you know, don't think, emotions, they don't last very long. They, they, it goes out, but unless you got something behind it, unless you got, you know, you got the word or you, you, you got prayer behind it, that's what's going to keep it going. Amen. Um, and so that was that. And then Dima's not here with us. He is, uh, I believe he's on a plane right now. Do you guys know if he's on a plane? Dima? He's, he's, he's on a plane too. Uh, I, I believe he went to Vancouver. That's why I talked to him last. And he's going on a plane soon to Hawaii. They're going to take a family vacation. So um, evangelistic outreach. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that he, he will not be here tonight or next week. Um, and tonight we are going to have a, we are going to talk about the Mexico trip. Uh, we're going to share, it almost feels like it's a long time ago. It's actually only two weeks ago. Uh, we came back like two weeks ago. It seems like it's, it's, it's way back there. Uh, but it's only two weeks ago and we haven't shared yet. So uh, we are going to have everybody that went to, the, the, to Mexico are going to share, and you guys, you know, we're going to hear uh, what happened there, and, and we're going to hear how God was moving. So, who is the first volunteer? Who's going to break the ice? You know, wasn't even there. Come on. Katie. Katie's going to do it. Go, girl. Hello, everyone. Um, so, this was my first trip going to Mexico. Um, and to be honest, you know, our youth has been going there for a couple uh, years, and to be honest, when they first started going, I never thought that I would actually go uh, to Mexico. I, I never had that desire. You know, I was praying, I would pray about it every time, and I never felt like it was for me to go until um, late last summer. I started, that desire started being on my heart, and I started praying about it. And uh, this, you know, this March, I finally had that opportunity, and I heard it from God that it was definitely from God for me to go. So, um, so I went, and I was expecting, you know, a lot, something from God. I was expecting to love it, but I have to say, I loved it a lot more than I expected. Um, you know, I, I loved the, the church, the people, the food, everything. Um, it was, it was amazing. And, um, <laughs> yeah, the food. <laughs> I miss that food. Um, uh, maybe the heat. I don't miss the heat. <laughs> That's the one thing I didn't like. <laughs> but, um. It was just really amazing to be there, and I think the thing that stands out to me the most and really stood out throughout the time we were there, especially when we were having the conference, was just how humbling it is to to be there and to be, you know, used by God. And it's like we, you know, we go to this place in Mexico, you know, our team, we're, we're not somebody special, we're not some, like, crazy evangelist from America or anything. We're just, you know, simple people who answered God's call and we're there. And it was just so humbling that, you know, every night at the conference, you can just see that God is moving, using every single person. And it's like, it's like, God, this is not me. This is definitely you. And it's just, I don't know, such a humbling place to be at. And um, another moment that I think uh, really stood out to me is the last day when we were um, leaving Navajoa. We had like a, sorry, 
we had a meal, um, or like our last meal with, uh, the, with the church, with the pastor, and I was sitting uh, by the pastor and his wife, and Isa and I were talking to him, and uh, he was sharing with us how their church started and like his heart and everything. Their church is about three years old, and basically, you know, they started their church, and like a few months later, our group came and joined them, and you just, just listening to him talk, and just, I could, you could really see that God brought us together, that God, you know, it's like somewhere in the middle of Mexico, in the middle of nowhere, and we're here from Seattle, how did we, you know, end up there, it's, doesn't make any sense, but when he was talking about it, how, you know, God is moving in their church, and you could just see that, you know, God, he sent us, and because of that, we're able to serve them and to help them, and it's just very humbling and very amazing, so, yep. Next. Um, well, praise God, it was second trip for me. <laughs> very overdue, I guess. Uh, I didn't think I'll be back, because, I don't know. Something on the first trip just, I guess, didn't click, but uh, January I was praying, and it was on Harvest Prayer, and God spoke so clearly that I had to go. So, you know, I came up to Dima, came running to him, Dima, I'm going. He said, you going? I'm like, I'm going. <laughs> so um, being back, it was amazing. I didn't think I'd miss everybody as much as I did, and I mean, the same. I loved it more than I guess I ever thought I could, but um, came back, you know, Started rethinking everything, just a lot of reevaluating, just, you know, day-to-day life and, you know, what are we here for? Like, you know, these people in Navajo need us and we're here. And um, Something that touched me a lot was when we were leaving, um, Mantra, I guess, pastor, the pastor's wife there, she was talking and she was just saying, like, a little word. And uh, she said that, you know, every time you guys come here, it's like a confirmation of God's love to us. I was like, wow, like, who are we that, you know, some Russian people from Seattle came to, like, the middle of Mexico, and, like, we're God's confirmation of love to them there. So, praise God. I'll be back. <laughs> Hi, everyone. This was my first time going to Mexico. Um, it was great. Um, <laughs> I didn't, honestly, going, I didn't know what to really expect. I know God was going to move, like, every time you guys come back, we hear these awesome stories, how God changed people's lives, how people made decisions to follow God or certain decisions to change their life. And right now, like, just going there and seeing all of it, how they're all hungry for God, just knowing that we're there. But, like, I personally had nothing to give them. We're just praying for them and we can tell that God is just moving, and people are receiving freedom from things, and and in, and it's like interesting. There was one one time we were praying for somebody, and they were like waiting for something, and nothing was happening. Nothing was happening, but every evening, because the conference was going for what several days, they would come and would pray for the same thing, and they would finally receive it on the last day. So it's, it was kind of like they wouldn't stop. They they didn't receive it right away, but they kept going and going and going until God poured out and God answered. And that was awesome to see. Then um, also uh, an interesting experience in the villages when we went with the kids. Um, praise God we were not under straight sun because it was awesome. We were under trees all the time. So that was great. Um, but I don't miss the heat. So, But um, 
it was fun just painting, you know, all you can say is like, oh, you want a mariposa or like a, yeah, or anything to draw a face painting. It was, I don't know, it was fun, interesting talking through an interpreter. Um, yeah. Um, oh, praise God for everything that happened. Honestly, it's, it's, it's an honor for God to send somebody like us there because we have nothing to give, but I don't know. Praise God. Next. I'm just going to call somebody. You were going to call me anyways, huh? You were looking right at me. Like, no, I, uh, I remember you were, you were, uh, you got sick on the trip, but uh, I'd been the push through. And I remember uh, one uh, village went to, she was uh, doing a yogi bear and she was really worried. And, and God showed up and praise God, uh, you made it through. And trooper, I'd been as a trooper. That's what I remember from the trip. Um, I, uh. I want to say that uh, the best thing we got to see is uh, people's decisions, like the, the commitment that they were making towards God, that they were refreshed again that, hey, you know what, it's not just a, it's a simple little church. We're not just, you know, a bunch of uh, uh, dummies that got together and are believing this, you know, message, but God is behind it and God is showing up and God is transforming their hearts and their lives. And it's like, wow, like... Uh, like the, the atheist friend that I made uh, last time, uh, uh, on Adrian, yes, I want to say Antonio, I keep, keep mixing those two names, but Adrian, he was back, and I was like, oh, you're alive, you made it through all the, the tough stuff the life throws at you, I can't believe you're still a Christian, and he's like, yeah, yeah, like, after you left, uh, uh, it was uh, Andres's dad who passed away, the pastor of another church, who just answered question after question after question. He started to plug into services. He started to experience God. And uh, so now he's, he's a believing Christian. I don't know if he's born again yet. I don't know. He came to uh, only a couple nights in the conference. I didn't get to see him afterwards. But, but just to know that, that he's, what he's gone through and, and what he's going through for God and that, that he's not giving up, that he's not fading away when we leave and that, that he's making deep decisions in his heart that was like, wow, man, this, this is awesome. But uh, we got to see changes between the, the relationship between two churches. We got to see that, that they, uh, they opened up more. Uh, their hearts are open towards us. They're, they're hungry. They, we have uh, other, you know, we went to a, a third church, and we got to see what, what, uh, what that was all about. And that was, it was interesting. It was uh, <laughs> It was uh, quite a different experience than our little homey, you know, felt atmosphere in this, you know, church outside. That, but uh, I was, you know, a little church and loud music, and, and everybody's trying to, you know, I think they're trying to impress us. I think they're trying to go like, yeah, we're a church. Thanks for, you know, you should stop by us more often. And and the more they tried, it's like, oh, come on, guys, let's just let's just fall back on God. Let's just, you know, let's let's. Let's seek God. Let's seek God, you know. And, uh, and uh, uh, I want to say uh, it, uh, it, always, it always is a challenge to me because, uh, you know, here I am. I went on all the trips. I, I, 
Uh, you know, I was the, we went, the four amigos who went on the Jetta and, and visited this, you know, crazy adventure at land called Mexico. And, and, and God brought us through alive, and we were so excited just that we went there and back and we lived. And, 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 and but, you know, with every trip, you're like, oh, I just go because. And this trip, I was like, no, 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 I want to know, I want to hear God, that, that this is what God wants us to do, that God has a vision and a plan, and that, that God is, is, uh, is, is, is precise particularly wanting me to go and same thing with 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 tanya she's she's up next i hope you know uh and uh she uh, uh she was praying saying hey god i want to know that that i should go and there's so many challenges so many you know attacks and, and i think because of the attacks on our life is because we're like okay we know we should go okay and after we come back there's more attacks we're like okay we know the devil's mad okay devil you're mad we get it you know stop it and, you know ha ha funny funny you know like but uh uh, we gotta see. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta see just just the refreshing of of seeing another family that is as as is is moving after God in a radical way, and that they they understand like the the stuff that we bring up to them, like no dating. You know, first it was like, well, okay, that's not something we ever heard of, and then now they're like, yes, we understand that. Yes, we want that, and now they're saying, hey. We got to tell more of the churches around us about that. We got, we understand that's revolutionized the way our youth ministry moves. That revolutionized how we understand and, and perceive holiness and God, and we love it. And we want more people to know about it. And it's like, wow, man, you guys not only get it, you guys are running with it now. And that was like awesome to see that. Um, not only that, but just humility and and and, and pursuit of holiness and. And, and everything that we've been we've been talking on is it's almost like the same message every time, but it's like deeper and deeper set into their hearts. And uh, I wouldn't say particularly we preached anything. I don't feel like I preached anything awesome. I did not feel like oh wow this is the best sermon I ever said. I felt like it was just information. It was it was it was put on my heart from God and and then prayer time and it's like man people are just packing forward packing out and and it's just like people are hungry and we're doing you know twenty thirty plus minutes in, in prayer, and everybody's just breaking before God, and you're just like, okay, man, I, Jesus, I'm glad that you're taking over, you know, like, I'm glad that, that you're in control here, and, and that I just get to be a part of, of what you're doing, and that, that, it's rewarding, it, 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 it tastes good, all right, uh, Tanya, you ready? No, okay, she'll be up here soon, who am I going to pass it to? Vaila. Yes. Not really. Um, классно быть дома. <laughs> Могу сказать одно. А, слава Богу, у нас в этот раз у нас все живы, все здоровы, все вернулись от целые невредимые с поездки. Автобус у нас не поломался, слава Богу. Я думаю, многие слышали от Димы, как Дима говорил в воскресенье. Много было уже сказано. Это моя вторая поездка, и я очень рада и благодарна Богу за то, что Он позволил мне поехать в эту поездку. И много чего он делал через каждого из нас, которые поехали туда. И очень классно было видеть, как Бог а, действовал через каждого человека, который поехал. 
И видя людей, которые вот мы были в, в ноябре, и вот сейчас, когда мы приехали, видишь тех людей, которые изменили свои сердца, изменили свои жизни, изменили смысл жизни, поставили новые стандарты себе. И ты видишь, как они больше жаждут Бога, больше стремятся познать Его. И это очень здорово видеть молодых девчонок, ребят, которые стоят с поднятыми руками и прославляют Бога. Что еще хотела сказать, что вот как Андрей говорил, что видишь, как между церквями есть такое какое-то вот, даже не есть, даже, наверное, а стало, я бы так сказала. Когда, мы, когда я первый раз поехала, такого я почему-то не видела. Вот, но второй раз, когда я поехала, заметно было, что между Андресой церковью и Кенни церковью они больше как бы вместе как бы скрепились. И даже вот в понедельник у них должна была быть молитва, да? Они все равно не приехали на конференцию, они были с нами, они прославляли Бога, они worship а, вели также. Это очень замечательно видеть в них горящие сердца. Хотела бы сказать большое спасибо каждому из вас, которые молились за нас. И я знаю, с России мне тоже писали, молились за нас. А с Израиля за нас тоже молились, я знаю, писали. So, спасибо вам всем, что вы поддерживаете нас, как одна большая семья в молитвах. Не знаю, много чего есть сказать, но... Так все быстро не расскажешь, и если кому-то интересно, можно подойти, потом фотографии покажем, как бы такое всякое. So, who is next? Okay, well, for me, it was um, my fifth trip, and I'm really amazed that God has given me this chance to go every time. It's honestly just been a um, big blessing in my life. And I feel like this trip, um, and I've, I mean, my, maybe you guys have heard it said a couple times, but for me it was like I had the chance to say yes to God and just to see him do what he wanted to do. And I just really felt really strongly God saying that on that last day of the conference. So the conference was um, Sunday night through Tuesday night. And then just him saying that this is what I wanted to do. And then you just said yes to my will. And um, actually, when we went to the G4T conference, that was really kind of something that um, God just kept impressing to my spirit through like different like messages and seminars was that when when people of God are seeking him and are have that unity in prayer, that's that pleasing place to which God comes. And, and I was like, wow, that's exactly what we saw in Mexico. It's like, you know, we were preparing, we were like united together in, in praying and fasting. And, and so many, like Vala said, so many others were like, um, we were together and then that's what pleased God. And, and also together with the church there in Navajo, you can see like um, that, like Katie said, when we talked to the pastors, like we just see, how God is joining these two places in one spirit. And, and, that's, and he's pouring out his spirit because it's pleasing to him. So for me, that's just a big testimony that, that our God is living God, that he has his perfect will, and we can't, like, plan it, but we can say yes 
we can say yes to it when the Holy Spirit is talking to us. And um, I think Dennis said at the beginning we're going to share a little bit about like our trip, what it was. So maybe if some of you don't know um, kind of what we did and like what the whole trip was, is that like on Friday we crossed the border to Mexico and we went to a new church. We went to a city that's right on the border. And that was new for us. Like we didn't really have a relationship with anyone from that church except for like they they invited us a year ago and then we kind of kept in touch and they're, they're like yeah yeah we want to hear you guys' word we want to hear this from you so um so it was an interesting experience but we're just you know we're just praying like if this is from god then then we don't want to say no to it so um so we were there one night we also had like a youth youth meeting and then, um, then the Saturday we did the drive south to Navajoa, and we were in Navajoa doing a youth conference for three nights, so Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. And also Monday, Tuesday, we went and did village ministry with kids, um, which, like, you know, some of us were in the, in the kids' ministry, and some of us making sandwiches, and then, like, handing them out to people, blessing people. And, and just so you guys know, that's also what you guys got to be a part of. Like, I feel like... Um, I don't know. This is a place that God has given us as a youth. He's given He's given that open door, and like we don't know how long God wants you know us to invest into that place or to use us. You know, so so thank you for your prayers, and also like pray about it. If this is you think this is where God wants you to go, you know, don't miss that chance because you know Holy Spirit is moving. We can just follow Him. Like we don't know you know, how long this this is what he's doing. But we're really grateful to be a part of it and, and all of you guys as well. So thank you. Um, thank you for your prayers and for your support. So Alina. Hi. So like several people already said, our bus didn't break down for once, which is awesome. But also on top of that, when we had to pass through checkpoints, we were never stopped to have to take out all our bags. What normally happens is like on the way back two or three times, you are stopped. And because it's a big bus, everybody has to get out, take out their suitcases, their purses, their backpacks, their whatever they have, put them through the scan- <laughs> fruit, <laughs> put them through the scanner, and then put everything back, and then we go. But it's like every single checkpoint we stopped at, they're like, names, or no, where, where'd you come from? Where are you going? Went, came from Navajoa, going home. Okay, go. Adios. And we're like, what? What? Every single time. And so our drive back was way shorter than we thought it would be because they just kept letting us go, which was just completely the grace of God. And it was awesome for once <laughs> to be able just to go through. Um, this was, I, I've been to Mexico several times already. <laughs> I'm going to keep going back. I love that place. But um, for me, really this time, I was able to see kind of the battle behind several um, Several people's souls, I guess. The first night when we were in uh, Gales, there was this guy who had a seizure. Um, and it was like a, a medical seizure, not that he was um, possessed, I guess. <laughs> but, I don't know, there may be spiritual ties to that as well, but it was a medical thing. But behind it, it was because of uh, some decisions in his life that he just couldn't make. So we were with him for, I don't know, like 45 minutes Maybe uh, there was a few of us, and we just kept talking to him, trying to figure out what, what was it in his life? What is it that he couldn't let go? What is it that brought this on and how he can be freed? 
And so after this whole process, he finally let go of something. I don't know if he's completely free or not, but we were able to go through that battle with him and see him overcome something and see him take that next step forward. And then when we were in Navajoa, there were uh, there was one girl um, who we've been praying for and praying with every single trip we've been going. And she's very shy and very closed off, and it's hard to get through to her sometimes. And it's like this time I sat down with her. Um, Vale was praying for her, and I was just translating. And we're trying to figure out and what is going on in her heart. And she knows that there is something in the way, something that is in the way of her reaching God, something in the way of her going further, and she just couldn't let it go. And we're like, you know that if you, if you forgive this person or whatever it is, if you let go, that you'll be free. She's like, yes, I know. We're like, are you ready to do it? She said, no, I can't. And you're just sitting there and your heart is breaking for this girl because you know that she can be free and you know that she knows what is wrong, but she just can't do it. And so over the next, two, this was the first night. So the next few nights we were just praying for her um, just as a team and praying for her individually. And on the last night, I think Tanya was praying with her. And at the end of that prayer, she came back, and I could see. I could see that she was just free. She, she could smile. Because for those first three days, she couldn't smile at all. She was just dead inside. And I was, she walked out, and I was like, is that it? Are you free? Is it gone? Are you done? She said, yes. You know, and it was just so much, there was so much joy. And I was so happy for her that she was finally able to experience that freedom. And there were a few others that I know of personally, just that seeing that battle and, and seeing the victory in the end. And I know that it's not us, and I know it's only God, but it's also largely because of a lot of your prayers. We couldn't, we can't do that, you know, we're, we're not capable of doing something like that. But because of your faithfulness and praying for us, it, it was possible. And so I really want to say thank you for everybody who was praying. And also, um, seeing how God is moving there, seeing how people are hungry, and how God is so willing and eager just to pour out his spirit it makes me want to see that here you know I remember how I see people there like weeping on their faces in the dirt how I've been here you know at these steps weeping before God and how he changed my heart here how he changed my life here and I know that he can do more I don't know I feel like we've been kind of missing it for a while and if we pray for ourselves, if we pray for our youth, if we spend that time praying and fasting, I believe we'll see that outpouring here just the same. That it's not just in Mexico, it's not just at G4T, it's not in those places, but he can be here again. And so, I don't know, but just start to hunger again. Start to hunger to see his power because there's so much more. There's so much more for all of us. You know, we, we need to receive that freedom and that healing and that passion and all those things as well. It's not just for people around the world, but it's for us too. Алина, ты начала, я продолжу. Знаете, не знаю, у меня просто такое что-то внутри закипело прямо аж. За одну девчонку, которую тоже некоторые из нас молились, и она была от начала с, понедель... с воскресенья до вторника, когда мы уехали. И у нее, она как бы покаялась, все, я просто хочу воздать Богу всю славу и никакого человека не вознести. Но просто я хочу сказать... Когда мы молимся за людей, когда мы просто говорим, Бог, вот я в твоих руках, и делай то, что ты хочешь. И просто дух, 
когда Дух Господень наполняет, Он дает тебе мудрость, Он дает тебе слово знания. И ты просто не знавший людей, ты знаешь ситуацию, через которую они проходят. Просто знание Духа Святого. Когда мы близко ходим с Ним. И она, я с ней, ну, некоторые люди, мы с ней молились, и она раскаялась, она отдала полностью жизнь Богу. И потом последняя, самая последняя молитва, в самый последний день – когда мы за нее молились, она крестилась Духом Святым. И она сказала, что она будет служить Богу до конца всей своей жизни. Она посвятила Богу свою, свою жизнь Богу. И а, а, мне писали, а, Лилиана мне писала текст-месседж, что она на второй день она начала служить в церкви. Она сказала, что она хочет заниматься с молодежью. Она говорит, что а, у них будет детский лагерь. Она хочет участвовать в детском лагере. Я не знаю, просто когда ты видишь, когда жизнь меняется, когда Дух Святой наполняет, ты просто не можешь стоять без дела. Ты просто не можешь. Ты просто смотришь на этих людей и думаешь, Господи, я ведь был тоже когда-то там. Я тоже ведь тонул когда-то, но ты протянул свою руку, ты сказал, я выбираю тебя, я тебе протягиваю свою руку спасения, выходи с этой грязи, выходи с этого болота, начинай служить Богу. Просто знаешь, когда мы вкладываем сердца, когда мы вкладываем Иисуса и меняются сердца людей, это просто невозможно держать внутри себя, это просто невозможно утаить. Ты просто хочешь идти и говорить всем остальным, ты просто хочешь дальше это делать и дальше. Просто это не один случай, то, что Алина рассказала, или то, что я рассказала. Таких миллион, и каждого из нас есть свидетельство, которые люди покаялись, которые приняли Иисуса Христа как личного спасителя. И я уверена, и я очень рада видеть тех людей, которые мы в прошлый раз были, и в этот раз, которые служат Богу, которые не сдали свои обороты, а наоборот, еще сильнее начинают двигаться в молитвах и в чтении Слова Божьего. Многие из них начали читать Библию. Я им, ну, отправили мы им Bible Reading Plan, чтобы они читали вместе с нами, потому что с многими, с которыми общаясь, ты видишь, что у них они... Не знаю, может быть, мне так показалось, что у них нет вот каждодневного общения с Богом, чтения Библии, молитвы. И многие из них начали читать библейский план. Девчонки, которая 13 лет, она сказала, что она будет читать Библию каждый день, она будет молиться каждый день также. So, я просто хочу воздать всю славу Богу. Это не мы заслужили, но это все заслужил Бог. Через ваши молитвы, через наши молитвы, через посты, через смирение, через... Praise God. That's all I want to say. So, I don't know, Tanya, где ты? Таня, 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 Таня. Who's next? Oh, I don't know. Не знаю, у меня все внутри. Денис, ты не говорил? А, окей, он потом. He's coming. Man, I love that passion too. It's like, you know, there's nothing I can really add to that other than just give God all the glory. Give God all the glory. There's You can't add anything, you know. Everything that we that we did, that you know, we were we set foot in into that into that place, and then you can just feel the Holy Spirit just ripping right through you, and you just like you see those lives changing. I one big thing for me was um, man, I can't forget Farmer. Oh, Farmer Fermin was his name. This guy with the handkerchief. All he needed was like a John Deere hat, but he, you know, he comes there. He's like sixty something years old. And you look at him, and and the first few nights. You know, I uh, we were there Sunday, 
and Jim was preaching about how massive God is and how, how big he is, how, how he's the creator of everything. And you look at him, and he's just sitting there. You know, at first he's like, you know, doing this. And I just, you know, I just, I just started praying for him. I was like, God, touch him. He's, you know, he's, a, he's an older gentleman. God, just, just touch him. Next day he comes, you know, he, you know, I see him. He's just hesitant. He's just looking around, you know. I just keep praying for him, like, God, do something. Like, this guy, who knows how, how long he's got to live. Just, just touch him. And then you see him, I think it was Tuesday. Uh, he went up to the front. He's on, and you see him on his knees just praying, you know. And I just come up there, and I, and I spent, and I just, I'm with me, Larry. Wait, where's Larry? Oh, oh, Larry. Sorry. Um, that's horrible. Um, me, Larry, and Dima, we're praying for this guy. And I, like, I, I see other people, like, they, they're kind of like, you know, come pray for me. But I'm just like, man, I, I you know, I got, this guy just put it on my heart. And I, and then we prayed for him, you know, it was like 10, 15 minutes. And then I get up, then I leave. And then, uh, you know, and, and then, he, and then he, and I see him get up, you know, he's got tears going down his eyes. And Liliana's like, come here, come here. I'm like, what? You know, she's like, and she's like, this is what he just told me. He said that, you know, he went to his mom's funeral and went to his dad's funeral. He hasn't cried, but tonight God touched him. I'm like, man, you know, forget, forget everything we just, you know, forget everything that happened going to Mexico. Forget the food. Forget the people. If one soul comes to God, that, that's, that's all we need. If, you know, if, if these girls change their lives, if this guy who's 60 years old, it's like, man, you know, who knows what's going to happen to him? Who know, you know, who knows? But God still saw him. God loved him. God touched him. That, that's all that matters, you know. And we're just, you know, we, you don't even remember the people that went. Forget that. Just, just know God was there. That's all that matters. Yeah. <clears throat> when we uh, show you guys a picture, I know it's, kind of hard to see but pretend you can see it really good um they made this uh they made this sign it says the i68 logo on there and then it says welcome home then underneath that says bienvenidos a casa which i'm assuming is welcome home in spanish and then it's a dobro pejalovic demoy in russian these guys are nuts anyways this uh building behind us that's the church they started building they got the Sunday school class, and they got a second story on there, and now they said they're going to start to build a foundation for the church building. Pretty soon, we're not going to have service outside anymore, which is kind of sad, but exciting at the same time. Uh, there are a lot of miracles on this trip. Like, I don't know, it's, it's especially after, after the conference, watching Nathan Morris and what was happening, it's like, you're kind of like, wow, there were like glimpses of that in Mexico. Like every once in a while you would see God like really do something. And you're like, wow, this is, this is amazing. So you know, it's amazing what God does. Another miracle is Natasha actually smiled at the camera for once. That's never happened before. Um, and I don't know, it was really amazing. Like a lot of people are saying, just, just to see the people changing throughout you know, every trip, like you're coming back and you're seeing this person again and he's still in church and, you know, they're doing more or, or, or they made some decision or that's, I think that's the most rewarding part is, is the fact that you see people actually changing as you see, 
that we're not just spending all this time in vain. God is actually using, you know, the resources that 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 we have, and it, it's amazing. And I I really don't know what to say. I feel like they are all said everything. That's why I don't like waiting till the end. But praise God. Who's Ramil's last guy? Oh, and Ariana. And Tanya. She's sleeping somewhere back there. I knew that the my black black brother will call me up. <laughs> so there's a lot of great stuff. Um, I think, you know, like to me that felt the trip just like it was like one day. Really, it 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 did not feel like four or five days or however many we were there. It just went went like one day started and it ended, and we were already on the way out. Like the the probably the easiest trip I've ever had in Mexico. And another thing that I've noticed is that there was. Like when I was preparing for the sermon and like, you know, refre- kind of refreshing the day before, I could feel God. I knew that God was wanting to speak that message. But I, again, when you preach, I, I honestly did not feel anything, like felt nothing at all. You know, I, I just went and did was kind of was obedient to God. But at the end, you know, I saw something that I didn't expect. There was like, I don't know. 20, 30, however many people came out, and a great prayer. Again, haven't felt anything at the prayer, but you could see that God was doing something. And, you know, somebody could get upset at that. I'm actually really happy about it because I see, I start understanding, like, you know, what a lot of us seen at the, you know, at the at G4D conference, I understand that that's, that's reality for every Christian. It doesn't, doesn't, you don't have to feel good. You don't have to you know, like, you know, feel the anointing. You don't, you don't, I mean, it's not a requirement, but that, but God is still doing something. And that's what, that's what was amazing to see. I, again, there is nothing special, nothing amazing, nothing super ordinary, you know, or extraordinary. And, 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 and God still did something. And what's, what's even more amazing is that every time you come, it, you know, it's, uh, you see people moving forward. People are not staying in one spot. People are actually making decisions, changing their lives, adjusting. And like churches, really, I, you can you can tell that there is more God this time than there was a year ago when I went last time. So it's just so you know, at this, you know, at the kind of it's like so liberating to know that it's really God. We just have to be obedient. Obedient. We have to. We st- have to. You know, stay holy, stay seeking God. But but when you come, it's not about you know how powerful you feel or how or how or how powerless you feel. It's still God. It's His Spirit, and and His Spirit can do it. And you know, like the theme of the conference that we were in, uh, G4T, was Zechariah four six, not by might, not by power, but by my Spirit, says the Lord. Right. And I I love that verse because it's it's really. You know, there's a lot of situations where you see, you, you, you think, oh, will, will God change this person or, or will I be able to overcome this in my life or do this? And you understand that, you know, like Jesus said, you know, it's impossible with men, but it is possible with God. And, and that's, that's really what, I, what I've seen from that trip. And I didn't get bitten, like, you didn't get like 100 bites. I only got like 15, 20 <laughs> this time, so I'm really thankful. Did everybody get to share? Dennis, you didn't share? 
I uh, actually wanted to tie, tie into the Bible reading plan today. Um, I actually remembered uh, something for me that was miraculous. Uh, was uh, when we were done with the trip and we were on our way back home. I'm going to share that in a second. But uh, uh, I want to read uh, Second he- uh, Hebrews chapter 2, verse 1 and 2 and maybe on. Therefore we must give uh, the more earnest... Heed to the things we have heard, lest we drift away. Uh, For if the word spoken through angels proved steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just reward, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed to us by those who heard him? And... uh, I want to say that uh, a lot has changed in our youth in the last year, and and uh, uh, it seems like you know uh, uh, a lot of people that uh, you thought were going to run with God and that who had who had the fire, who had the anointing of God, they kind of you know kind of faded, 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 and then are gone. And it's like, man, what is going on? And uh, and you understand that that uh, we run hard, we push ourselves hard, we. We, we have a, a, a gospel, and, and the truth that we have isn't easy. It's not for everyone. Not everyone finds comfort in the truth. Not everyone wants to put out finances and, and take a week off and, 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 and go on something crazy and, and do something uh, insane for Jesus. But, but we find that, that, that if God is calling us and if God is directing us, we better go. We better do this. But I want to share a miracle that... Uh, Tanya said I could take her time and share, so uh, she had a lot of great stuff, but she's back there with Avi, and uh, she said that uh, I could take her time. So I remember uh, we got to uh, Hermosillo, right? Remember it was evening, and we were going out to go find, we, this is, we rarely go to this city. It's one of the major cities on the way up and down the, the corridor that we always drive, and we were hungry, and we wanted to find some nice place to eat. And uh, we were walking by this really cool out, outside seated uh, restaurant. It's really nice. And uh, we looked at the menu, and we we're like, I said, what, what's the prices? And I was like, oh, it's 300 pesos, which is like, you know, 20 bucks or 30 bucks per person, something like that. I don't know. Am I, am I doing the math right? 20, 30 bucks per person. We're like, oh, that's too expensive. But it looked nice. And we did, like, our whole group kind of gravitates out. And the, the chef and the servants and, and all the, 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 not servants, or the, uh, the, the waiters chase us down the street, and they're like, hey, hey, where are you going? Like, this is a really nice place. You should eat here. And, 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 and first thing, we were like, let's negotiate. And so we negotiated it down to, like, uh, 150 pesos, right? Is that correct? And, huh? $9. And we're like, well, you know, it looks like a nice place. We sit in there, and guess who uh, is first to check the reviews? Larry. He's like, oh, this is like a five-star restaurant. This is like, this is like the best steak you can get in town. This is like a really nice restaurant, you know, and we're like, we were, they, they said they would give us a buffet, and we're like, oh, I'm like, oh, yes, thank you, a buffet, and they, 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 uh, they cut up a bunch of uh, uh, potatoes and, and cheese and steak, and, and it was really, really good steak, like really good steak, and uh, and uh, the first thing uh, that, that surprised me was this waiter uh, was taking a bunch of uh, plates outside. And as he took a step down the stairs, his ankle twisted and this thing collapsed. And uh, he, 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 he fell over and he twisted his ankle. And we were waiting there for our food. And we seen an ambulance come and like, they picked up the waiter. And, and then we heard the big boss and he's like, yeah, this, is, this place is uh, 
such a, a, a well-known place that everybody's uh, in the insurance policy, all the workers and all the people that eat here. We want to keep the reputation. We want to, to this place to be known for a long time that this is a good place to eat and that you want to stop at this place and only this place. And so, like, when this guy twisted his ankle, we sent him home. We're going to pay for his hospital bill, everything like that. We're like, what? You twist an ankle at work here? It's like, go home, get out of here, you know? Like, man, this is a... This is a fancy schmancy restaurant, you know, like we, I don't know, I was like enjoying it. I was like, probably like, I don't know, just if everybody, you, 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 you kind of drenched yourself out and it's like, you're in, 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 in God's like, here, I'm happy. I'm going to set the table for you. And you're just like, God, this is amazing. Like if we, if we probably said, okay, let's find the best steakhouse in all of this city, we would never find this place. But we're just walking down the street, and God's like, hey, check out this place. Look at this place, you know. And then the, 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 the head chef runs out after us. I'm like, hey, where are you going? Get back into our restaurant. We're going to feed you. We're going to give you a good price. And it's like, God is good. He's so good to us. He's so faithful. And uh, it's just like a, a, a smiley face, you know, like, ding, yes. But I will read it again. Hebrews 2. Therefore, we must give the more earnest heed to the things we have heard, lest we drift away. And that's what happens. We drift away. If we don't take heed to the things and to the goals and to the, the heading that God has put for our youth, for, for, for our calling in, 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 in Bothell, Washington, for what, what God wants us to fulfill here, we start to drift away. The ties of the world will start to pull us away. And it says this, Now, for, for the word spoken through angels proved steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received just reward. Meaning God, God was faithful. I mean, throughout the whole Bible, He was faithful to every single man that trusted Him. He was faithful. Even the men that never got to see the promise and got to see the vision that, 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 that God put in there. You know, Abraham never got to see a whole generation of millions and millions of people, right? He got to see one son, right? And another one that he made from from his own ideas, I guess. But uh, he never got to see, you know, uh, millions and millions of us today. How shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation, which at first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed to us by those who heard him? Right? Our salvation is, is something that we can drift away from, something that we can lose, something that we can we can fall away from. And yes, these trips, they're exciting. Yes, conferences are exciting. They're pumped you up. But it all comes back to what are you doing when nobody's watching? Well, are you still fighting your flesh? Are you still waking up in the morning when God asks you to wake up? Are you, still, are you still paying the price to see God move in your life? Because that's the only way to see God move. You've got to pay a price. It's going to cost you something. Amen. Um, is, there, is anybody else? Anybody else going to share? I think that's it, right? Okay. Um, yeah, I, I think Noah said it that the, the greatest, you know, the greatest reward is seeing people changed. Um, I think I heard somebody say one time that the greatest miracle that you could have is when God takes a sinful person, takes him out of a sinful world, and makes him holy and keeps him holy and keeps him away from, from, from that world. And that, that's what we see. We see the kingdom of God growing. Uh, for me, that's, I've seen the kingdom, how the kingdom of God 
um, it, it grows, and it doesn't come fast, but it comes slowly. It, it, it's not all at once, but over time, and, and that's what we see when we go there. We see over time changes, and it was great. You know, I think people said the buzz didn't break. Uh, we were able to, you know, not have, we didn't have to spend the night at Walmart, you know, and, or, or anything like that. Um, actually, we went, to, we went to that Walmart, and I found the place where I, where I was sleeping, and I'm like, oh, this is, you know, I had to visit it like six months later. That was good. Uh, <laughs> but um, it's, it's almost like, man, you're, like, you're expecting something to break because, you know, when, when you're doing the work of God and, 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 you know, the devil's against you, so you're expecting the van to break or the, the, the bus to break. But I guess God, God just, uh, he was with us, and uh, he, he, you know, had mercy on us this time, so... Praise God for that. But I think it's, it's powerful to see over time, to see how people change, to see how the kingdom of God grows. And you see, uh, you know, that, that people, the, the youth, their, their clothes change, their style changes, the culture in, in the church changes. Uh, and that is, you know, there's, there's nothing more powerful than God. That, that only God can do that, right? Only God can change a culture in a church. Um, in a youth, and only he can do that, and, and that's what we see, we see lives that were changed forever, that is so amazing, how, what can you, what kind of price can you put on that, right, what kind of, what kind of money can you give for, for somebody's soul, that it's just so, val- that, you know, there's a guy, um, what is his name, his name is um, uh, Gabriel, yes, thank you, Gabriel, uh, Gabriel, and, and, and the first time I went there, I, I saw that he didn't have, he had a really old Bible, and I'm like, we should just give them a Bible. They're not, they're not that much. So we go, they, they find a Bible, um, and, 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 you know, we give it to him, and, and he's, he's so happy. He's like, wow. And now uh, coming back uh, over a year later, and he's got his Bible. He's got notes on it and everything, and, and he's coming up to me. He's like, he's like oh, gracias, gracias. Uh, what did he say? He said, like, fuego, fuego, fuego. Um, and then he's, uh, uh, how do you say the Holy Spirit? santo, And he's just pointing up and he's like, and you can see God is working with him. You can see that he comes in and he, he does construction, but he comes in after work. He's tired, but he comes to these meetings and he's, he's sharing how he's, he was, he was uh, very discouraged and he felt attacks, but he comes here and he feels God and, 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 and everything's changed. And, and it's, it's amazing, you know, how we, God can use us. And, and it's like, uh, it's like we had, I don't know what we, I don't think what we said, I don't know what, what is it, you know, what we have, I don't think we have much, but what we have is we have God's spirit in us, and when we come there, when we say yes to God, God sent us there, and it's like they see Jesus in us, right, I don't think they see us, it's, it wasn't our words, it wasn't our preaching, it wasn't our, uh, you know, what we did, you know, how we helped. I think they, they saw the light in us. They saw Jesus in us, and it helped them. It, 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 gave, uh, it, it gave them a passion, and, and, and it sparked something in them. And that, that was so powerful. And that's amazing that God could use us like that. And um, there's so much more to say. I, I think it's just you got to be there to, to, to experience it. you got to be there to, to go through it. And I'm not, I'm not going to preach tonight. I'm just going to say a short word. Uh, but something kind of from, from this uh, from what we've seen there, um, and I just wanted to share uh, about the Holy Spirit, that the power through the Holy Spirit. Um, you know, something that, that we've seen, uh, or at least I've seen this in Mexico, was that it's the Holy Spirit that changes people, right? It's the whole, you see the Holy Spirit moving. You see the Holy Spirit changing lives. You see the Holy Spirit uh, doing something in them. And uh, if you guys got your Bibles, open up to Titus chapter 3. 
Titus chapter 3, verse 3. Um, and this was kind of on my heart, and um, I just wanted to share this quick. This would be a, just more of a thought, and, and then we'll pray. Um, Titus chapter 3, verse 3. It says, For we ourselves... For we ourselves were also once foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving various lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful, and hating one another. But when the kindness and the love of God our Savior toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy he saved us through the washing and regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us abundantly through Jesus Christ our Savior." Uh, and I want to talk about the, the power through the Holy Spirit that we have. Um, you know, we, a lot of times we need to look at ourselves. We need to, we need to uh, see what we're doing wrong. We need to examine ourselves. The Bible tells us to do that. But there's only so much that we can do. There's only so much that we can do in ourselves, right? There's only so much that, that we can change. Uh, you know, the more we look at ourselves... You know, there, there's a certain point where we just, we get depressed. You know, we're just like, I don't like myself, and I'm not doing this right, and I can't do this right. And, you know, and we just, there's this list that we have against ourselves, and we're like, I can't change anything, I can't do anything. And, you know, you talk to people, and they, and, and, and they say, I, I, can't, I can't change it, I can't do it, I, I, I'm stuck, and, and, and I don't know what to do now. And many people are confused. And it's through the Holy Spirit that we're changed. It's, and you, when we're in Mexico, we see the Holy Spirit was working with people. In the prayers, we see the Holy Spirit was changing people. And there's something it says in Galatians, Paul told the Galatians, he says, you foolish Galatians, you started in the Spirit, right? You started uh, in the Spirit. You started doing, you, you got saved through the Holy Spirit. You got saved, uh, you got saved when the Holy Spirit uh, filled you when, when, when he showed you the truth. Why are you doing something now in the flesh? You know, there's only so much that you can do to change yourself. There's only so much that you can do when you, when you, when you try and try and try. There's only so much you can do. Then you need the Holy Spirit. Then the Holy Spirit has to take over. And a lot of people, they say, God, why can't I change? Why can't I change? Because we're trying to do things ourselves. We're trying to, we're trying to change ourselves instead of allowing the Holy Spirit to do it. It says in... Um, in Romans, it says, put to death the deeds of your flesh through the Holy Spirit, through the power of your Holy Spirit, put to death. And, you know, I was, I was thinking about this, that a lot of times we attempt, we try to do things in the flesh, we try to change ourselves, we try to, we try to uh, tell people how they can change themselves, but we need the Holy Spirit to change it, because uh, the Bible says that He will give us a new heart, God, God will give us a new heart. He will put his spirit in us and he will put his, his word in us. He will, he will write his law on our hearts. He will put it on our minds and we won't be the same after that. You know, and, and I wanted to, 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 to talk about this because a lot of times it feels like, at least I know in my life, I try to finish something that I started in the spirit. I try to finish it in the flesh. And, and, and I stop trusting God. I stop trusting the Holy Spirit. And, and I start to do things on my own, my own uh, my own will or my own knowledge, my own, you know, I'm going to study. I'm going to, I'm going to make, I'm going to get myself better. I'm going to change this. I'm going to try really hard. And you stop depending on the Holy Spirit. You stop seeking, uh, you stop seeking the relationship that it takes 
with the Holy Spirit, you stop seeking that and you start trying to do it in the flesh. You start trying to accomplish it in the flesh. And it says that it's God working in you. In Philippians, it says, giving you the power and the desire to do what pleases Him. It's God that gives us the power and the desire. It's God that fills us. And you know, when you, when you go to Mexico, you see somebody that's just on fire for Jesus. You see somebody that's just so passionate. It's so new to them, right? They get, they get saved. They get filled with the Holy Spirit. And you see them just, just, you know, on fire for God. And it's awesome. You know, you see that and you're like, man, that is, God is working. God is doing something in them. But, you know, in, in, as time goes on, it's like it says in Revelation, you leave your, that first love. You leave that first love of, of, of Jesus. You, you, you lose that relationship. And, and it's, so, it's so dangerous because, because when you do that, you start depending on your flesh. And I just wanted to share about this, that, you know, they, we see this in Mexico, right? We see people changed. And, and this happened in us, right? Maybe you remember yourself when, when it, you, it was just new. It was just so fresh. And you're just like, man, God is so good. And you're so passionate for God. You're, so, you're ready to talk about it. You're ready to, you know, to spend hours in prayer. And, and I, I, even in Mexico, I was, uh, when, when we were, I was praying for somebody. And I felt like God, God put on my heart that you know, God wants to, um, that, that he's going to give him a desire to seek him. And, and, and he was just crying, and, 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 and I could see that God is putting a desire in him to seek him. He, he's putting a fire in him, and, and you see that's like, man, that's awesome. And maybe you remember yourself like that. But I remember myself, you know, when, when you just, you spend so much time in prayer, and you just, you, you, you'll, you'll, you know, you won't get your sleep just so you can spend time with God. You'll wake up early, you'll go to sleep late, just so you can spend t- that time in, with, with Jesus. But then we stop depending on the Holy Spirit. And Paul said, you foolish Galatians, why are you going back? Why are you going back to the flesh? Why are you leaving the Holy Spirit? That's why we need the Holy Spirit. That's why we need because when he comes, when he takes over, he gives us everything that we need. He puts his desires, his, his thoughts in us. And I think we can't forget that. We can't forget our, our first love, our dependency on the Holy Spirit. We can't forget it. It's too important. We, we won't make it without it. We, we won't know what to do. We won't, we'll, we'll get lost without, without, that, without that passion, without that fire. Um, and I just want us to pray. Um, so let's, let's stand up right now, and um, we're just going to pray. And, and I don't know if, uh, you know, maybe, maybe just re- remember that. Just, you know, just re- remember where you were with Jesus. Remember where you were with, with that, with, with your relationship with the Holy Spirit. I don't know. That, I have this on my heart. Just, just to, you know, depend on the Holy Spirit. Come back to that. Come back to that passion in, in, in Jesus. Just come back to that, to that love for God. Let's pray. Hallelujah, Lord. We, we thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for...